Bam. We're live. Wow, Angelo, you look young. Hey, uh... Cole Merton's 23. Cole Merton's 23. Brent Fikowski, 3051. No shit. He don't, he, he don't give two shits. Is that why, or what's up? I don't know. I'm just... Just, just hey, it's that honestly. mayhem training. It's overrated. That mayhem empire training he's been doing is totally overrated. Mikowski should have stuck with that Canadian stuff. Is he doing our training? Dude, he's is fucking that, all of it. I, the rumor, you would know, the rumor is there's a tent set up behind the barn, and uh, he's back there. That's, that's the rumor. That's only a rumor. That's a rumor Seven selling his kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My kids love Brent Fikowski. I haven't told them that the, when they're full grown, they'll only come up to his kneecap. <laughs> oh, so it feels like uh feels like a full circle seven yes right yep four years ago at this time you started the trolling the leaderboard segment for the crossfit podcast and that was the impetus for us eventually meeting it, that is it so and then wow that's crazy and what happened i did it once and it was like half-assed and you reached out to me and you're like yo you need a hand and i was like bring it brother and we were on like donkey kong I know. I mean, I, mean I, th- I was, I was like, finally, someone is creating who has a platform is creating an opportunity to talk about the smaller stories that are out there because CrossFit for the most part during the open, they'll highlight the total number of registrants, maybe the total number of countries participating. And then they'll talk about the winners every week. And it's understandable. It's a huge competition, but I always thought there was a lot of other really cool stuff going on. And when I saw this segment come out and I knew that you had the freedom to have, you know, hour, two hour long conversations about it, I thought that was great. But you, uh, you uh, thought you missed on a lot of the biggest stories of week one that year. So I just sent you some thoughts and I said, man, this is amazing. But what if you talked about this? And this, and this? <laughs> oh, and, and, it, and it's it, speaking of small stories, these are all the small fries in, in the space. I got the I got the fewest subscribers on the account. I got the 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 guy behind the scenes, Brian Friend, who doesn't know, does all the analysis. And I have a fucking has been fucking games athlete. Yeah, can turn fireman, Angela, Angela DeChico. So we're just like shit. It's a good crew. Just a little baby crew. Just the little ducklings. Hey, uh, there there were two things I wanted to go over with before we dig into like the 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 numbers and stuff. And if, if maybe if Caleb. Uh, what's up mr uh, beautiful features do you, can you pull up either of those videos i can't pull up his own voice oh I, I think i may have muted him on accident which one do you want first uh let's do the l1 first i want to do my little l1 talk here real quick um we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and play this thanks everyone for checking in here's a quick video i want to show you guys Ooh, the chat is filling up it's getting quite robust in there the evening chat is always more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, people have got a little bit of their swerve on already. Yeah, they're all high and drunk. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hold on. Take your time. Uh, who's who's Jimmy G? Who's Jimmy G? Uh, who is Jimmy G? I don't know. Where I think he means. Does he mean Kenny G? Oh. What was Rich's score? It's on. It's on the leaderboard. It's on, the front, at- it's on the front page of the leaderboard. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Again. And the front page is the top 50. Uh, at the bottom, we have Alex uh, Vigneault. And at the top, we have, uh, ooh. Victor Lungdal. He's a, Thank he's, you. 
that's an impressive score. He, this is a really good workout for him. He's probably not that well known, but he's like you look at the other guys up there: Cedric Laplante, Sa- Saxon Panchik. He's kind of in that uh, physique mold. Should do well on this kind of thing. Okay, let's check this out. Watch this. This this video is from uh, twenty two uh, point one. This oh, past Jimmy weekend. Garoppolo. I want to show you guys this. Has nothing to do with the open. Here we go. Uh oh, I can't hear it. Take two. Maybe. Uh, we got an audio issue, Caleb. I can't hear it. Could you guys hear it? Nope. Sorry. I sent this to Caleb just minutes before we went live. I could try it too, Caleb, if you want. That's the girl who used to have the purple hair, right, from Australia? Caleb Banfield, yeah. Yeah. Was she ever a games uh, caliber? Was she? Does she have games at, uh, aspirations? She's dating James Newberry, right? Not anymore, but oh. they were for a long time. Do they have any kids? No, oh. not that I know of. I always like to see, I, I always want to see the, uh, have, have, any, have two just insane CrossFitters had a kid yet? I want to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Agedis and Annie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good point. Um, yeah. I, I'll tell you this about uh, uh, James Newberry and Caleb Banfield. If I'm not mistaken, you know, they had a, like, when they ended their relationship, they were kind of public about it, and they said, you know, we had an amazing time together, and we're both ready to just move on in, in our lives. And I don't think you necessarily hear that in a public forum that often about the ending of a relationship and then just some kind of mutual moving forward into different stages of your life. So if that's how, really how it went down, I think it's really cool. I think it's cool too, but it is also a little weird to have to talk about your – Well, they were fairly well-known in the CrossFit world, especially in Australia, so – and I think that that gave uh, an opportunity for both of them to continue to have a, you know, a good status and no, you know whatever they just addressed it in a like a shallow kind of a way that was still putting something out there. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's just it's okay. Hold on, text came in. You got to share the whole desk. To, oh, look at Will's bossing Caleb around in text now. <laughs> uh, you got the, the Microsoft dude. The 22-year-old, the, the youngest guy with the least experience knows everything. And it, 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 it's because the younger people are learning twice as fast as we used to learn. Training you age. Share the training whole age. What? His training age. It applies to the tech world, too. He started doing this stuff when he was probably three years old on an iPad. So he's True. been doing it his whole life. You got to share the whole desktop and check the audio box at the bottom of the tab. Oh, I never do that either. That's awesome. If you're an aspiring okay, here we go. Athlete, here we go. Re- rewind one more time. Methodology. Good job. Now we spoke. Now we spoke a little bit about our level one. So let's go into a little more detail. If you're an aspiring trainer or athlete looking to fully understand the CrossFit methodology, check out the CrossFit Level One Certification Course. Learn from the best trainers in the world, either online or in person. From Sydney to Sao Paulo, Boston to San Diego, there are over 15 courses every weekend. Elevate your CrossFit game. Scan the code or go to training.crossfit.com to sign up for your level one. Now, this is not a dig at her. You can go ahead and pause this. Thank you. This is not a dig at at this young lady doing the talk at all. In 2014, um, the L1 sales and training in general started uh, a sort of a a downward decline. But, I mean, it was still always insane. Tons of L1s, tons of seminars being sold at CrossFit Inc. And it it was a downward decline until 2017, 18, when Greg Glassman um, finally said, hey – we, we have the tip of the spear. We have everyone at the tip. We got the SEALs, we got the Delta Force, and we got the Taliban. Sorry, sorry, Caleb, sorry. Uh, and 
Um, at that point, he said, let's start. Let's go to the other end of the spear and let everyone know the truth about the L1, that the people who've taken the L1 have the cure for chronic disease. And the second thing is, is that the L1 is for everyone, and it is actually the owner's manual, the operating system to the human genome. So if the Bible were for how to ascend to heaven and get to the next life, this thing is what the fuck to do in this life. How to make it so eat this way, move this way, and your DNA will express itself in the greatest way possible. And within there, there's some great um, stories about struggle and adaptation and controlled struggle and safety and things that you can apply everywhere to life, raising your kids, how to, uh, how to get your job done. It, it, there's some deep wisdom in there. When she said, so in 2018, we did that, um, sales skyrocketed because we started getting people in the L1s for the first time who were, did not want to open an affiliate and did not want to be trainers, and they realized what it truly was for. Every parent should take it. Every human being should take it. Why she is saying that or who wrote her copy it, in the most benign way I can say it, they completely fucked up. That is not what the L1 for, is for. It is for every single human being who's going to live a year or more. So if can you're I like you, nine, can I help you? Yes, please. please. They missed the mark is more benign. Oh, okay. They missed the mark. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. Mr. <laughs> That's why you're Brian friend. Instead of on the cockwad. Matosin. So, so like, please stop saying that you're hurting. You're hurting your bottom line. You're hurting your brand and you're lying. I want sales skyrocket after that, but it's not even about the sales. It's about spreading the message because when people get fit, get fit, eat healthy, they start to think correctly. Also, they start to realize and take personal responsibility and personal accountability, and that is vital for, for all of our happiness. Okay, and and, and the um, second video, and then we'll, and we'll get on to the fun shit. The second video I want to uh, just address really, really quick. Thank you, Caleb. We should make a seven podcast leaderboard for the uh, – yeah, that's a good idea. Here we go. Justin, I want to talk to you being the GM of sport. One of the biggest questions coming into this year was – who was going to be programming the open? Are they going to use Dave workouts or, or someone else is coming in? And, and what was the process for the open? And what does that look like going forward for the rest of the season? We had some terrific workouts that Dave programmed for all three weeks. And the reason that and, and this was one that was originally created by Dave, we did make a couple modifications to make it a little bit different for affiliates, especially around the world that still have limits on space and closures and things. Um, but it's going to be those programs uh, or that programming for the this week and the next two weeks. Going forward, Adrian Bosman's... Okay, we can stop. The, Do you believe that? Do you believe that? No. That they changed Dave's workouts? I, I know I know, I know. 100% they changed the workout and that it's not minor. And when it's, when the time is right, I'm sure the, the truth will come out. But I, th there's two things to, to know here. The most important thing, like like honestly, me, I don't give two shits. Brian, if Brian found out what the other movement was, I think he would give like a huge shit. I think all the athletes would give if if I from what I saw at Wadapalooza about people losing their shit there at when with the rain thing and what the movements were, people would really give a shit. I mean, like yeah. really, this is not minor at all. Not nothing. I mean, it, it, it's not minor. And, and, and like I'm telling you, like I don't give a fuck. But but what I really want to point out is it's integrity, man. We just need integrity. Everyone just wants the truth. We're all badasses. Just tell us the truth. Fuck. Like, I chained this motherfucker. Fuck you. I'm the man now. Not this like, God, it's anyway, I'm done there. I'm done with that. But we'll circle back to that. I just want you to, I just want you to know that there, there is no truth to that. Okay. Uh, 
I am so I, I I can't believe how excited I am about this. Why am I so excited? I, I'm always trying to tell you guys like I don't give a shit about CrossFit, and then I'm just like tickled. I'm just like texting Colton Mertens. When am I going to see your score? When am I going to see your score? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm in denial. <clears throat> um, how, how? Um, a- Angelo, you did the workout, right? Yeah. And Brian, you did the workout. Yep. Uh, just another open workout. Like, like you guys feel good. Like everything seems like, okay. You, you guys familiar with this feeling, the tension, the buildup, all that stuff. Yeah, I think so. Angel, how many opens is this for you? <clears throat> you can include your teenage years. Uh, thir- I think I did it in 2013, 2013. What did it start with the snatches and burpees? The ladder of, Heavy snatches yeah, and burpees. I think yeah, so. That was so, that was my first open workout. So this is your tenth year. This is my ninth year. Yeah. And I think uh, you know, at this point, um, I don't I, I used to get super nervous for open workouts, but now I what I've really realized is that uh that you know the consistent training over time prepares me for these things. And obviously I do better on some of them than others, but I don't think there's anything that can come up in the open that's going to, you know, razzle me, that's gonna throw yeah. me off. I yeah, I uh, I was a little nervous, but more excited. I was kind of excited because, um, with the tension taken off the open, especially being on a team, like there's really no pressure in thinking, Oh man, I'm not going to make it to the next, next stage or anything like that. It's just like, it's, uh, I mean, I'm going, going hard, doing them as hard as I can, but I don't put really any pressure. I would say nervous, but no pressure. Can you go, can you do go, uh, w- yeah, how does it work for teams? So basically, with, for individuals, it's like ten thousand go to the quarterfinals, right? How does it work for teams? Yeah, there's a, similar. There's it's a team leaderboard, and it's it's the same. Ten percent of the teams yeah. in every continent advance. Okay, so the pressure for you will start when quarterfinals. Uh, quarterfinals. I think quarterfinals only because we would like to be in the last heat at our semifinal. We'd like to have a better option. So there's two, obviously, in Knoxville. So or wherever they're going to do it. I'm not, I think they have chose Knoxville. Um, so we would like to go to the other one that freedom doesn't go to because we would have a better chance of winning if freedom isn't there. So freedom goes to one and we go to the other, uh, if we're higher on the ranks of quarterfinals, we get a better choice. That's about, that's really all the weight on it is, uh, for us. What is a, are you like, what do you mean you get a better choice? I don't necessarily, I don't really understand how that process works. Uh, Oh, I, I mean, last year they sent us an email. If I'm, I'm imagining it's going to be similar as last year. Last year, they sent us an email asking, I think, where you live and then your choices in order. So, but last year, if you lived in the state where they, if they were holding a semifinal in your state, you had to go to that one. So I had to go to, um, I had to go to the Mac. So um, I didn't know that before. And then um, this year, I think that was a COVID thing. I don't know if this year is going to be the same or not. Um, But, uh, but I think we get to choose pretty much in order the ones we want to go to. And the higher you're ranked, the more likely you are to get the place you want. Uh, someone here, Brian is saying it's 25% of the teams. I don't know if that matters, yeah. but. Oh yeah. That, I think that is right. Thank you, Justin. Well, uh, why, why so many teams? To... Probably just, I mean, so more people can continue pay. on the season. More, I people can, more people can pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a money thing. That makes sense. It's either a, a community thing hidden by a money thing or a money thing hidden by a community thing. Let's go with the community thing. Let's. let's, let's <laughs> so benign of you. Thank you. Um, and uh, and Angela, have you announced who's on your team yet? 
Yes, it is me, Luke Parker, uh, Alexis Johnson, and Sasha Nieves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, who is the first girl you said? Alexis Johnson. I don't know if I've ever heard Brian mention her name, but uh, Sasha Nieves, is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. I, 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 uh, yes. Um, she has individual aspirations, right? Sasha? Yeah. She was she at the games last year. She went last year. Her first year was last year. And, um, yeah, she, I think this year she plans on going team with us just because it sounded like fun to her, I believe. And then I think she wants to go individual after that. And Alexis Johnson has, uh, I think two years individual games experience also, but one year team, one or two years team. Yeah. And I don't think she's competed individually since 2017, or at least not at the games. Was, uh, was she on don't stop in 19? I don't, I didn't, I don't mean it. I teams. I, yeah. Team, 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 she said, yeah, team. yeah. I think 2007, I think, I don't know exactly uh, if she like deliberately abandoned individual pursuit, but the last time she was at the games as individual was 2017 and she's okay. done a bunch of team competitions since then. Yes. Including yeah. at 2019. Uh, is, is this team, could, could it be, have, 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 has mayhem ever had two teams that are on the podium at the games? No, that's a plan. <laughs> They've had us, uh, T- this, their second team got fourth in 2018, so they narrowly missed it. Um, and that was the last. That team- was the last year that Mayhem Independence was around. Okay. Um, w- okay, so this is a kind of a resurrection of that team. Three year yep. hiatus for this team. Um, are the girls on this team better than the boys? Yes. Wow. Would you agree with that, Brian, <laughs> or is just Angela being uh, humble? You got two individual games, uh, females, and uh, neither Angela or Luke has qualified in the open field so i think based on that alone i'd go with angela and uh is this uncommon no in, in our sport no uh, every year until andrea and taylor competed with rich i would say they were stronger than the male counterparts i think that the girls out in norway that we saw at wadapalooza with Kristen holt alina richter and ingrid hadenmeyer are strong, the stronger two on their team um so it's and it's that's the recipe for for success in the team field you need your women to be you know, very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what is the, what was the workouts in week one? There's one, there's one workout. Sorry. What is the workout? The movements? 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> 15 hey, minute that's AMRAP. not really rich Frony. No one get excited. That's not really <laughs> you're going to, you're going to be eating your sock again in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you're wearing them because you put them on while the show is live. Um, and, and wrap 15 minutes, mm-hmm. three wall walks. Okay. 12 dumbbell snatch, alternating arms. Uh, how heavy? 50, 35. Okay. And then 15 box jump overs with this mandatory step down. Uh, explain that to me. 15 box jump overs with a mandatory. If you're jumping over the box, how would you mandatorily step down? You jump on the box and then step off it on the other side. You cannot jump on it and then jump off it. Okay. Could you if jump you, over it? Yeah. If, can you jump over it? It actually, in the, in the movement demos across the release, it, it appeared that that was an option. Yeah. I uh, don't recommend it though. Yeah. I thought I, I saw a guy do it. Maybe I mean the the only time you that I would re- recommend doing that is if you're doing box jumps at, at the, as the time's expiring and it's your last rep. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I want to see. Uh, I'll, <laughs> 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 I'll 
<laughs> Someone send them a fucking link. My goodness. Uh, um, I'll just leave and watch. Uh, I, I want to, uh, maybe it was at Adam, Adam Niefer's gym. So, somewhere I saw t- uh, a dude jumping over the box. I want to say he was even a master's athlete. He had his shirt off. He was shredded black dude. Oh, look, sometimes in, even in uh, <clears throat> high-level competitions in the first round of workouts, you see people transition from the jump rope to the GHD by hurdling it. But by the last round, they're like barely struggling to get on it. It's yeah. it's more for show than anything. It's not really practical. Yeah. Angelo, is this the kind of thing – I, I, I don't know if, if Rich is joking or not, but is this the kind of thing um, he would say to you guys? Like did you hear Rich actually talk about this in the gym? Did you do this at Mayhem? I'm assuming you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, the barn or at the, at the gym? At the gym. And, um, and was he, have you talked to Rich since the, since you've done this workout? Yeah. And did he express these feelings to you that, that he didn't approve of it? Uh, uh, there's no, a difference between not approving of it and saying that it's lame. I did, okay. I, th- I was trying to be nicer. I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to, uh, well, no, I, was I would say censor, I was trying to censor Rich. Well, um, um, I don't know what he necessarily means by lame, but not approving would be like, like, if I was going to not approve of something, I would oh. consider this. Wow, that was good that he found that. Yeah, is that Nefer's gym, Caleb? Yeah, th- th- thumbs up, nodding. Yep, thank you. Wow. Yeah, look at this savage. It's ridiculous. I would love to know his score. Does it say his score there? It looks hey, so easy for him. So, uh, speaking of the box, I wasn't picturing a box like that. What, what could you use a big, like one of those robe uh, square boxes, or you could use any box you wanted? Yeah, there was like a minimum dimensions, I believe, of like the width, obviously the height, but the width as well. I actually think that the minimum dimensions for the width is is kind of interesting. I mean, I'm almost inches, is that right? Yeah, but almost. I mean, here's the thing: for this, the box jump over step down for the women. Almost every box that's being used at a, at a gym is going to have a 24-inch di- uh, di- or length, I guess, for the for the women, which is a lot further than the men. You know, yeah. stand it on end, and it'll only be 20 inches. Um, so if you have access to a box that's only 16 inches, and you're a woman especially, I think that is a massive advantage in this see, particular he, workout. You see, here's where – this is where uh, I think Rich is um, – no rebounding. I think this is where Rich's comment comes into play that saying it's lame. And we were talking about this today is it, I think it shows more. I mean, I, I don't, I can, you, everyone can disagree with this, but I would rather do the workout, you know, go set up my place. Like I would as a normal workout, you know, grab my dumbbell, grab my box and not think too hard about it. Hit the workout one time, walk away, put my score on the leaderboard and be like, Hey, I did pretty good. Like I, I'm pretty high up on the leaderboard and I, and I just did a workout. I didn't find every little inch I can get out of it and uh, like squeak out, you know, like, like we're saying, get a smaller, shorter box. And like, <clears throat> like just, just go in and do the workout and leave. Like that's the only problem I think that uh, I personally have with the open, but I, I mean, that's the open. It's, it's what it is. You and can't I, change that. And they have, I think they have made improvements in that regard with, uh, with the floor layouts, the man, because I mean, you saw that it wasn't even that long ago. There was that the 20 minute AMRAP. Not, not only that one, <laughs> there were some funny setups for that, but the uh, dumbbell thruster, toe to bar, uh, jump rope. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, just it's like tight spaces people are doing these things in and like literally you could not replicate them in, in majority of gym formats. So having the yeah. floor layout, I think addresses a majority of those problems. 
but yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just the nature of it. Like people are always going to, there's yeah. people that will always try to find those little advantages. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I like that's, <laughs> I do, I do like part of it, but then the other part of me is like, wouldn't you feel better if you just went up and you set it up? Like, you know, you didn't really think too hard about it and you just did it. You won. Like you would feel a lot cooler than like you squeak yeah. out every little inch and everything. Yes. You'd be like, man, you know, I still, I still beat everybody. And I just kind of did a workout. Yeah. I left the collars off and they didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, yeah. The, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. um, how did you do Angelo in this? Uh, I got, I was two box jumps, box jump overs away from finishing 11 rounds even, which last time I checked was like 500. That could be totally much farther down. Um, uh, maybe Caleb can, Caleb, do you know this guy, Angelo Chico? His name's on the bottom there. I know he's not 530, recognizable. 530. Oh, okay. There you go. 530. Right. Yeah. Look, we woke right. Caleb up from his nap. There you oh, go. tied with Tolo Moraquino. Yep. Javier oh. Benito. These are good guys. Milos Sabrzinski, Haraldo Holgerson. And that's awesome. not a good, it's not a good workout for me at all. Terrible workout. So and why do you say, and why do you say that? What about it? Uh, my overhead, anything overhead for me is hard. So like, um, wall walks, handstand walk, handstand pushups, all that's tough for me. And then, um, yeah, that shoulder stamina. So the dumbbell snatch kind of plays in that as well. The box jump overs were, you know, whatever they're just kind of made me dizzy, but the other half was just a shoulder burn stuff. I'm not great at. Did you say Tola's Tola was down there with him? Let's say up there. Up yeah, there with yeah, him? Up there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Why, why I'm, screwing, I'm screwing up all my – Brian's having a really unfuck me today. Brian's got like a thesaurus out there on his desk. Uh, it, it, Tola's Tol the cat that's on Annie's team, right, with Con, Annie, and – and who, who's the who's the lady on that team with them? Lauren Fisher. Wow, okay. Hey, there I am. I wonder if – I wonder, did a did, – did, uh, does uh, that wonderful man that um, Lauren Fisher's with? Um, did, Rasmus. Did he, yeah, Rasmus. God, he's so cool. Did Did he go to Iceland? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I haven't really seen him in any of the um, footage that they've been putting out, but he's you know I don't think he's training the same way that they are. But I'm I would be surprised if he's not there. What country is he? What country is he from? Rasmus. Denmark, I think. He kind of hit him and um, uh, uh, Christoph Horvat should be friends. They kind of like doing the same. They're like got that same cool vibe. Them. You know what I mean? Do you know both yeah. those guys, Angelo, Christoph? And, uh... um, I've met Christoph, I think only once. And then I've hung out with Rasmus a couple of times. Christoph's a little more I wouldn't stoic. say. Christoph's a little more stoic. I wouldn't say I know either of them very well. Gotcha. They were nice to you, though. Yeah. Because you're yeah. friends with Rich. Probably. Um, so, so any, any surprises? Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't want to ask how I did? Oh, how did you do? Brian? <laughs> I, I know you did great. We talked on the phone. Sorry. Yes. How did you do? How did you do? I'm, I'm always impressed by, by what you do. What, how did you do? Uh, well, I'm very much in the same, same boat as Angela here. Uh, 95% of the time I just, uh, see the workout. And, and this was what I like about the open is that, you know, it's some, it's a test that someone's created for the, the global community. And then I get to see it and I get, you know, it's a chance to evaluate it, come up with a plan and attack it. And I almost always hit it once on Friday afternoon. I have a very kind of a set schedule that I like to follow during the week of the open that I feel prepares me to do a really good workout on Friday. And um, I was really happy with my execution on this. And I, uh, uh, I knew as soon as I finished it that I would not even, there's no second chance. I was never going to give a, even a second thought to doing it again. I was able to do nine rounds plus two, which was nice. my, my minimum expectation was eight for this workout eight rounds. So I was really happy with that. 
Um, and you know, a- a- Angela will know this, and probably most people listening. Like sometimes you just get into a workout, and you know that you've got the pace. Like you can just hold the pace. And it started to hurt really bad with about five minutes left, but it was something that I still knew I could manage, and uh, even ex- uh, increased my pace at the end. And I was super happy with it. I did not feel that way. I felt like I, uh, I felt like I sandbagged it for the first ten minutes. And you, you were you were two two uh, two away from eleven rounds, and and Brian was two over eight rounds. Nine rounds. Nine rounds. Every round counts. And what place did that put you, Brian? Uh, eight thousand six hundred, I think. And, and where was Fikowski? <laughs> Three thousand fifty one. Is and is there any reason to be? Is, should Fikowski be worried at all? Or no, that's still you're in the game. I'd be. I mean. I'd uh, be curious to know what what happened. Uh, I, I haven't really had a chance to look too much into who's posted what about their performances yet this week, but um, that's lower than I would expect for him, regardless of the workout. And it's still he will have absolutely no chance of missing the quarterfinals. Okay. Do you know any of these names on your page with you? Torquil, uh, Moberg, Matt, <laughs> Lopicola, Leonardo, Henriquez, Enriquez, Bo Graf, Ali yeah. Reese. You know any of them? You got a girl below you, Allie Reese. <laughs> no, no, but there were uh, there were quite a few uh, people who messaged me on Instagram and said that they'd had very similar scores to me. So um, I might know them in that regard. But no, no, no competitive CrossFitters. If that's what you're asking. And and um, for, as a as a what do what do you think about Angelo's score as a um, team? How, how did the rest of the people on your team do, Angelo? Did you beat all them? Uh, no, I, um, Alexis beat me by three reps. Sasha beat her by like eight or nine. And then I beat Luke by five. Okay. Oh, that's, pretty, that's a pretty tight eight. margin. There. It was tight. Yeah. Uh, cool. we, were, we were pretty, yeah, we were pretty happy with it. The fact that, um, all our strengths and weaknesses are very, I mean, I think very different. Um, and then to be that close on a workout that has three things that one of us are good at, bad at, you know, kind of okay. at, And then we all ended up really close with it. I think the whole gap between Luke and Sasha was like, here, there it is. Well, this Not is your total. This is your. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they do have it nine on the side. reps apart. Oh, that's Not, cool. Or, uh, ten reps apart. Yeah. Oh shit! And they have a wow. They have a leaderboard for the teams already. Wait, I thought you could change, but you can still change your team too, right? Yeah. So yeah, so, look at the te- look at the team at first. Some of the teams will have like a uh, hundred people on it. And then they can just pick their best four or best two men and best two women for that team. Yeah. See that those people aren't going team. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about who's going team this year, but I'm pretty sure they are a few, at least a few of them are. Oh, Oh, Brooke Wells jumped this into is, the open. Okay. Wow. So Brooke she's, Wells so she's jumped into the, the open seven. She was like 15th worldwide. And you told me I was crazy for putting on my top 10. Yeah. I thought she was retired. I thought that arm would always be tripping her out. <laughs> What do I know? Okay, let's let's do the dudes. Let's get in this real quick, and and then um to to give perspective, Brian, give us some big names. Let's start with Rich and give us some big names on how they did. First of all, does Fraser do the open anymore? He's done. Not he no. doesn't even dabble. There's not even like he, like I do it for the community. There's none of that. No, he did it last year. I think no, you did the workouts last year. I'm not sure. I I, I definitely don't think he signs up for the open. He may yeah, do the workouts. No. And he might yeah. do the, and especially now, I wouldn't be surprised if he does them just to be able to provide some feedback for the athletes that he's working closely with. And he's yeah. cheap. He's cheap. I mean, uh, frugal. He's very frugal. <laughs> he's, he's very frugal. Okay. Um, how, how, uh, so, so I guess there's no one really to compare them to. Well, let's, let's talk about some of the big names just right off the bat. How, how did, how did Rich do? 
Rich is 34th worldwide, I think. 43rd, 43rd. I had a little uh, flip of the numbers. 43rd worldwide, 354 reps. And uh, he did it on Thursday night. He did it against, I think, Tyler Christoffel, who had 350 reps, and Bailey Rail. And they, uh, I don't know how you guys strategize who does it over there, but like they all seem to be pretty close. You guys all seem to be pretty close. Um, uh, there's really no strategy to it. It's just who likes to go for, you know, people who like to get in there and get warmed up and go after it really quick. Rich was feeling kind of sick that morning. So he went in the last heat, I believe. And, uh, because he's, he wasn't sure if he wanted to go or not at all that morning. And, um, yeah, I, I offered to go in the first heat, get it done and just move on. But, uh, we, we all know that if you're going in the second or third heat, um, second or third heat within our group, probably gonna end up doing better because you're gonna learn something by watching the other people do it so and and it's really like i said we're trying to put literally no stress in the open so um rich said he'd kick us out of the barn for a week if we redid it so it's just you know show up do it and then leave wow and and why is that why is another one of those rules well because it's gonna affect our training and we don't need to be redoing a workout that i mean if we did, if you did all right in the first place, then you don't need to redo it at all. It really means nothing at this point in the season. So, um, the only thing it means is like is ego. The only reason you would want to redo it in in our eyes. I mean, other people have their own reasons, but in our eyes, it's just ego. So, like we're like, there's no reason just read, just do the workout once, walk away, and then move on with training. I saw I saw a post. I can't remember who posted it, and it said that there were two in there. This person's mind, there were two legitimate reasons to redo the open workout. One would be that your first workout was uh, invalid. So you you know realized after the fact that you didn't meet the movement standards or you had a, a high number of no reps or something like that. Obviously, that makes sense. sense. And then the second one uh, would be if you genuinely think you have a chance to make the quarterfinals, that's important to you, and you think that your performance on that workout was significantly worse than you could do on a second try, and it might affect your ability to break the top 10%. That those yeah. are, and, and I would say outside of those two reasons, like, uh, you know, I hear all these people, oh, my, my brother beat me by five reps. I got to do it again. It's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> that is I, can under, I, can, I can understand that people want to do that. But if, um, if I do the workout, like I said, I did it once and I think maybe I could have done better on Monday. Like I do, I truly think I could have done a lot better if I would redone it. But yeah, what am I gaining from? I'm not really gaining anything. Do I do more wall walks and reps on his dumbbell snatch. I got that. I don't need that. And I mean, I, th- I think back to like the, the first open, you remember uh, it was like very Dan Bailey was chasing winning the open and there's yeah. that, there's that documentary of him yeah. doing it over and over and over. And he, he achieved That's that cool. So, you know, the, I guess if you're in a situation like that, especially now there is some prize money for winning. Yep. Yep. If you think you can, yeah, if you think you can win, then you should redo it. What about this? Fraser is on the leaderboard. I, I mean, look, uh, I would uh, I would say yes, that makes sense, Angelo. But at the same time, like Justin Medeiros is sitting fifth right now. He, I, I'm, I'm struggled to thinking that this guy he must have only done it once, right? Like why would I'm he do sh- it twice? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he only did it once. Brian, um, here, here's one to test your, um, your knowledge. And and let's just say going back five years, what's the worst score the winner of the Open took? <sighs> I'm not gonna know that. No, okay. But, I, I mean, but, I, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Usually, the winner of the Open has somewhere around 80 to 120 total points. And they usually have several top 10 finishes. So I would say that probably they have like a 50th or something like that. So, you are, so, so, I'm, so you, I'm probably not winning the Open this year, you're saying? 
you're out. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this. So you don't think anyone's ever won the open who didn't get every workout on the uh, first page? Uh, yeah. I, yes. Pretty close. Yes. I would, I would, I would bet on that. Yeah. Cause then that, that would mean, well, I mean, you could, you could have like a first, second, third, fourth, uh, 90th and win. Yeah. You know, so mm, I don't know. And the reason why I bring that up is I wonder how many places you could go down here before you would say, okay, like now if I look at um, 30th place and up, are those the only people who can win the open this year? Uh, not necessarily. Um, not necessarily because there's a huge, huge uh, X factor in the open, which is if a weightlifting event shows up and that could drastically change a lot of things. So you have to, you know, if you're a guy like Rich who sits in 43rd and you are also going to be in the top 40 in the weightlifting thing, well, you know, 30 other people ahead of you are going to be outside the top 1000 in that because they happen to be very good at this very, uh, you know, aerobic, no, no heavy weights, just move through space quickly type workout, then those people become irrelevant. But if there's no weightlifting um, or no, like, you know, especially no single modality weightlifting tests, then it's very different in, in those years. Okay. And the mat and the, and the Matt Fraser is in the 40 to 40. There's two Matt Frasers and they're both in the masters. They both, they all spell their name with two T's. Okay. You, so you didn't even bite on that. No. Okay. Um, well, and, and we talked, I mean, we talked about Fikowski got over 3000. How, how about some of the new guys? Uh, how did Jason Hopper do? Great. Uh, he and Taylor self tied actually on reps and they ended up on the first page here somewhere. They are. Yeah. Tied for 35th, 358 wow. reps, four more reps than rich. Wow. And, uh, and, and we know how Colton Mertens did. He got, 23rd yeah do you have a timer on your phone to make sure you mention that every 10 minutes yes yes I do. <laughs> um is this is w- w- when you when you see this workout um because he's an outlier of his body type do you think oh hey this guy's gonna do really well on it not necessarily it's a high think, box right yeah but i don't think that would really stop someone as powerful as him but it's not a short guy's workout I, I, mean, I don't think so. Maybe a little bit. I'm trying the to box see jumps. The box jumps is so much time of the workout that yeah, the, the speed on his wall walks and maybe his dumbbell snatches would definitely play a factor because he's a little shorter. But he's also strong and explosive, so I wouldn't. I, I mean, this is I would what put you him can... up against anybody in that workout. But I look, say the guys that, that are, would be favored, the guy, the guys that are up at the at the very top of this workout. You have like uh, Victor Lungdell, Cedric LaPointe, Saxon Pantic, Justin Medeiros, Jeff Adler, Matt Poulin, Phil Toon. All of these guys are a Jay Crouch. They're all very, they're probably 5'8 or 5'9, every one of them. But you also have guys like Dallin Pepper and James Sprague, who are well over six feet. Travis Mead, who's over six feet. Travis Mead, by the way, 11th on this workout, third last year in the Open Worldwide, did not participate in quarterfinals. He's been doing a hero workout every day for a year and is approaching the last 30 days of that challenge, maybe last 50 days of that challenge, and that's supplemental to his training. And here, here he is getting 11th worldwide in the open uh, workout one again. Oh, he's uh, an old dude too, 35. Can we see that dude's Instagram? Holy dude, this cow. guy is crazy. Why did, I've, I wrote an article about him. <laughs> I actually wrote an article about him last uh, April that still hasn't been published. 
Yeah, this is good shit, uh, Brian. Uh, Brian, why why didn't he go to the quarterfinals last year? And what's the deal with uh, the Hero Wads every day? <clears throat> he loves uh, kind of crazy challenges like that. He's one of these guys who's done Murph every day for a month. He, tra- I think he trained for some Spartan race that he did this past fall. And, and, and I think he did the Spartan race and a Hero workout on the same day, by the way. He just likes putting out challenges. He's talked about it on his um, Instagram, I think, and getting after it. He also got, I think he got married this year in the midst of doing this thing, like, He's Why like, no quarterfinals? Did you say? Why no quarterfinals? Uh, he just his that's not his interest. I think he owns his box that he trains at also, and he just has other pursuits personally and business wise. And uh, he likes doing the open, but I don't think he's like uh, actually trying to compete. Oh, he looks young too, man. This is Matt Poulin. This is not Travis Mead. Oh, all right. Matt Poulin is very good, and is uh, I wrote about him after Wadapalooza. He had to withdraw from Wadapalooza because of an uh, injury. I think he sustained in the Celebrate Ten workout, but I and it dropped him to twentieth. I think he would have finished in the top seven or eight. We're right in there with the Panchicks if he had not gotten injured. He was uh, I think thirteenth or twelfth at West Coast Classic last year, and he's kind of a guy I have my eye on this year as a, a wild card potential to make the games from North America. What was his injury that he's already back in, in it? I don't think it was too serious, but I mean, there's a lot of a volume in that workout with overhead squatting and uh, handstand pushes, ring muscle up. So he might have just felt something and said it was better this close to the season to not continue. Travis Mead looks like one of the uh, bad guys in the original Superman from the 80s. Do you guys remember that when they get banished into that glass square at the end and they're just kind of like floating in space? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that that picture right there. Look at him. Yeah, look at this. This is what he says. Oh. This is just a random day. He's doing this hero work at 313 of 365. Like this is a hero work every day for a month used to be like this like crazy thing. Hero work every day for a year. I didn't even know there were that many hero workouts. <laughs> well, he's probably he's probably he's going over doing something over, right? I'm not sure if, if you, he is or not. If you dig through the 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 hero workouts, there's some absurd hero workouts and there's like there's so many that we haven't heard of. It's Talk extensive to Angelo about real crazy. estate. Wait, wait, this is a, this is a, uh, oh, no, no, I will not. I shall not. I cannot go back to the last podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Beaver. Thank you. Uh, any surprises up here? Let's talk about some of these guys that we, like I've never even heard of. And like, like, Ooh, post at- that comment from Will R. He, he did the research and found a uh, answer for your question. Worst score for an open winner. Oh, that's about what I said. Yeah. 80 for Fraser in 2015, 86 for Sarah. Wow. Yeah. And so they probably had that up toward more towards 120 total points that year. But generally, if you want to win the open, like I think that's the range 70 to 120 total points. Hey, Will, um, do you know if though Brian was also thinking that, it, well, he alluded to the fact that it would probably weightlifting workouts that would do that, like, you know, like uh, Max Clean and some Both like, of those years had a max lifting event. My yeah, guess so, is that, that was the workout. Yeah, like someone like Klokov, like all the big heavyweights come out and just push everyone down. Um, w- while we wait for Will on that, what's this? What's this? Um, Driss Buch- Buchai. Oh. And what what flag is that? Uh, that's Morocco. Oh, that's crazy! Look at this. I'm wearing this shirt from CrossFit Morocco. Oh, <laughs> that was completely yeah. unplanned. And um, he's, he got four. He's fourth place. Do you know this guy? You heard of this guy? No, he uh, was the second fittest in Morocco last year, I guess. And uh, but no, I don't know anything about him. Uh, a- anyone else that, that pops up that <laughs> stands out, and you're like, yeah, no. I never heard of that guy. 
And by the way, it's not that unusual for a person to have uh, you know one a one off workout that they do really well on in the open. Like it, it definitely can happen. Um, there's some guys here that are, like Jacob Wheeler, Inaccio Mendy from Spain. Uh, we actually I, have a guy on on the leaderboard higher than Rich in our in our uh, uh, Charles, I believe. I think he goes by. I was Charlie. just gonna. I was just gonna say Charles Coran is the next is the next name on here that I don't actually know. Yeah. Oh, but where he, he just what Let's see. Let's look at him. And does he does he have to stay out of the gym for a week? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he didn't redo it. This is this is first time, I believe. I know, but they're in small print it says or if you beat Rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his his avatar on my computer looks like he's naked, like he's a Tarzan. Like is he close? Uh we, oh, yeah. I watched him do it, and I like just didn't pay that much attention. And then someone said, "Hey, you got over twelve rounds." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "Is that what you have to? You have to get at least you have to get twelve rounds this workout?" And no, you don't. Thank God. So um, yeah, there are, there are a couple of guys that I don't recognize up here, but um, I'll you know I'll if they stay stick around for another couple of weeks, I'll learn more about them. Brian, you say that there this happens where we see people on on page one that we don't recognize and they just happen to be good at this workout. But this isn't really one of those workouts, right? It's not max burpees for time. It's not a heavy lift. I mean, this is this is noteworthy, right? Yeah, but the other thing that's that's possible, given the last three four years of the way that CrossFit's gone, is that there's people that. have been, you know, straying away or staying away for whatever reason, not participating, but have been continuing to train. And I know some people personally that are very, very good that have never participated in the open because they have this mindset of when I finally do participate, I want to make a splash and make my name known. So it's possible that there's guys like that out there. Um, you never know. And that's kind of, you know, that I think is, is okay because, uh, that was kind of the idea in the in the beginning was we're going to put a challenge out to the world. And if you think your methodology is better and you can outperform us on these things, then, um, then let's see it. Um, looking at the workout that, that we have here um, within the confines of this workout, was everything okay? Was the box the right height? Was the dumbbell heavy enough? Did the wall have enough Vaseline on it? And <laughs> <laughs> watching uh, documentaries. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think this is a, you know, I, I understand Rich's comment of this is a lame workout uh, from that perspective. I think that sticking to the, you know, the historical t- trends of week one open workouts, someone just said in the comments, very low barrier to entry. You know, everyone can at least get started on this workout. Um, scaling options are even more approachable. And I think that that's an important thing for CrossFit to maintain with week one of the open is that it is accessible and, and everyone can do it. While at the same time, uh, as we can see on the leaderboard, it does there is opportunity for separation at the top. Um, are you okay with it, Angelo? In terms of just without critiquing the entire workout, just the, the numbers they use within, the number of reps, the weights, the box size? Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's, it's pretty light, right in line, kind of what Brian says, right in line with the first open workout of every year. It's very similar, very low barrier to entry. But that doesn't really – what you guys are saying is kind of 2,000 and – how many workouts were there last year? Were there were there three? Three Five. weeks, four workouts. Okay. And, and when was – so so th- and that was 2021. How about in 2020, how many workouts were there? Five. Five. Okay, so what you guys are saying is kind of more the 2020 mindset. All the first three workouts should be for everyone because we have the quarterfinals now, right? Like no. all of them should no. 
I don't think so. I think there's still, it's still okay to have kind of a, a building or an escalating uh, difficulty level. And the difficulty level can come in probably two different ways. One being a higher level skill gymnastics and the second being a heavier barbell. Okay. Uh, Sevan needs to do the open workouts before the show. No, no, no I do not. No. Uh, the the DI council. Why, why won't you do the open workouts? You don't want to give me your money? Is that what it is? No, I, I, no. Actually, that's not the reason. I uh, I don't know the reason. I'm I'm not inspired. Not interested. I, yeah, my. I wonder if my wife or my mom is doing them. You know what's interesting is my mom did say, um, "Hey, I want to come over and do the open workouts with the boys." And, and what I did said, you say? I said, "Fuck no, you voted for Biden." <laughs> um, so, uh, is it, I, I I I like what we see. I like the fact that a lot of the people on here. Um, I, uh, we've had on the show. I, I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone missing. Is it, I, I, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see Sam dancer on here. That jumps out on me. Isn't he like old and like selling coffee and like wearing, I thought he was like retired. Oh, no, he's yeah. He's motivated this year to try to win the masters 35 to 39. Okay. And, yeah. and Hobart's in that, right? Yes. But Kyle Casper has aged out. So that actually makes Hobart the guy to beat. Okay. And did Sam do it last year? And how did Hobart do? I haven't checked. All right. Let's check. Get me, Kaylee will bring it up. Do you remember James Hobart? He used to do the news before he got scared and ran off. Uh, Caleb, do you remember that guy? You want no show, Bart? Yeah. It's more likely that I'll do the open workout than Hobart ever to come back to this show. <laughs> wow. He, he beat me by um, 11 reps, 10, nine, 10 reps. That's Jeez. it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, did you ever train? You see, if I'd seen that, I would have redone it today. No, I'm just uh, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> so what's going? What's going on? What's going on here? Why? Um, why such a piss poor performance from James Hobart? That I guess that cat programmer just not doing the trick. <laughs> I, no, I have no idea. I haven't talked to him. I don't know. All right. Do you do you have any thoughts, Angelo? Are you surprised mm. to see someone of James's caliber? I mean, I think he's going back to win it this year. Last I talked to him, that that was the goal. Uh yeah, I don't know his goal, so I don't know what I don't know what uh, if he just I don't know I don't know if he's just not training as hard or what. He needs to do Could mayhem math. He needs to do mayhem athlete. That would help. That definitely would help. Um, what about um, what about employees um be, being in the CrossFit Games? That was always something when I worked there. Like I was like, fuck it, it let anyone enter. But there were some staff who thought it was inappropriate. Do you guys have any feelings on that? Employees from CrossFit participating in the CrossFit Open? It's just in the CrossFit Games in general. I like it. Practice, <laughs> they what, you could, practice what you preach, kind of. Well, but but what but about like what what if uh what if um what if like this like Matt Fraser the whole time his his five wins he also worked for CrossFit? I mean, people would be like scratching. <laughs> yeah, head, true, right? true, true. I see that. I see that. But I think it is good, like I mean, I think I think it's cool for people. I mean, like me, like when I went to my level one, I had game, uh, games athletes doing it, you know, like Austin right. and, and James, like I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's cool too. I'm perfectly okay with it. I, I don't even care. I don't even care if they were cheating to get there. It's like so hard at the top <laughs> anyway. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, how did, how, uh, is there, is there anyone else, Brian, that stood out at you that you were like scratching your head, like at how well they did or, um, how poorly they did. We're sticking to the men. Uh, yeah, sticking to the men. Um, 
I was just checking. I was uh, kind of curious because I don't think that, yeah, uh, neither neither Pat uh, Vellner nor Noah Olson redid the workout, it looks like, and I think that that was a good choice, even though I'm very confident that, um, like Angela, if they'd done it again, they could have improved by probably yeah. an entire round and been towards the front page of the leaderboard, but neither one of them is chasing winning the Open this year, and I think with um, where they're I, – I don't think there's any reason for them to, so – but outside of that, no, I haven't. I didn't. Uh, I haven't had as much of a chance as I'd liked prior to this to scour the leaderboard. But um, a lot of the guys that you'd expect to see are doing very well. And I would say that you know, as far as we know, so far on the men's side, the only real big outlier is Fakowski. But like I said, it will have absolutely no impact on him advancing in the season. And, and we just saw that um, Patrick Vellner was four hundred four. What was Noah? He was close to seven hundred. Okay. And how did Travis Mayer do? Do we know? Do we know? Yeah, we know? He's t- in the, pretty high up there, I think. I remember seeing him. E three thirty four, something like that. How many pages have you scrolled back? And, and do you normally do that, Angelo, just to look around? Uh, I was just trying to dig for myself, so I just kind of dig, and oh. I was too lazy to type my name in, so I just ended up seeing a lot of names. Gotcha. Um, what was going on with these? Were there some pro? Were there people from the UK or UK? There's a K in there, right? 333. See, I was close. Oh, wow. 219th place for Travis. <clears throat> no. I'll stay on the Travis Mayer bandwagon a little longer. Um, what, what, what was up with these Ukrainian protest videos? People, There were people from Ukraine who instead of – they were uploading that's, videos. That's the topic. Is that the topic tonight? I know it just can be. <laughs> I saw something. It, it's, it's nuts. I mean, can, there's, there's countries fighting. Well, uh, there's, there's, there was two. You live near Chicago, aren't you? Afraid you go to bed at night and there's someone's gonna drop a nuke on your city? That's that would be the that's, first one I would get. Yeah, but I think I, that that'd be not the most dangerous thing to happen in Chicago, probably. Oh, good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, no, there were there were two big things that happened today. Uh, I I think, and one was uh, on a more sport global level was the announcements that the Olympic Committee and FIFA made about their basically just banning um, Russian Russian athletes from participating in their sports for, or competitions for now. And then and the, at the same time, on the CrossFit front, there was a, a Ukrainian athletes, especially on the men's side, were flooding the top of the leaderboard with scores that were not legitimate. And then their accompanying video submissions were videos that were basically asking for support and help for the situation there from the cr- CrossFit, CrossFit HQ or a home office or the CrossFit community at large. I approve. I would have left those up for a couple hours. I approve. I approve. But I don't think I approve of banning the athletes. I don't think like what what the fuck do so, they got to do? They like they like what? Like, no, it's I, a good it's a good it's a good question. And you have to keep in mind that the reason the reason why the I think the Olympic and uh, soccer decisions are um, comparable to CrossFit is because of the global reach of all three of those things. The reasons why I think that they're very different is because there's a ton of money in both soccer. And, and and the Olympics compared to CrossFit. Um, so banning the CrossFit athletes is not going to have a very significant impact on Russian uh, economy, but not being able to participate in those other two sports might be a little bit more uh, influential. But but influential for what? That's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone knows what's going on. We just had an entire movement pass through this country called Black Lives Matter that only hurt black people. And so like, how do, how do I know? Like, what I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be, but I do know that historically – you know, Russians have a um, uh, propensity to, you know, 
they want to they want to represent their country well in in yeah. sports when they enter into I think they should be things. able to yeah and so those commi- those those organizations are making decisions to say you cannot and from you know from an ego or pride perspective it, you know it might be something that's uh, upsetting to russians maybe the athletes or the athletes or the athlete committees or the soccer federation in russia speaks out and says hey man this is our livelihood we have this many thousand people who participate in this and rely on this and we're being banned from being able to do this and i don't know if what I don't know what it's like to live in Russia. I don't know if what happens if you say those things or what anyone's expecting to happen, but um, it's happening. And so that's why it was relevant today. And CrossFit hasn't said anything yet, like whether they're going to ban the athletes or what. what. <clears throat> no. Hey, um, Caleb, how, how many people live in, in, in Russia? Do you, do you, can you see the population? And how many of them are Ukrainian? And then we'll move on for this. I, I, when I was in, I filmed a movie in Sochi. And there were tons of Ukrainians there. And there, and I filmed with a guy who was on the Russian Olympic team who was Ukrainian, both in Jude. Okay, 144 million. Ooh, they got population decline going on. That's not, that's a trip. That is a trip. You see that shit? Wow. That's crazy. That's not good. That That's bad for a country right there. Oh, and, and how many of them are Ukrainian? Caleb, that's bad, right? Caleb, you're smart. That's bad, right? You can't have your population be flatlining and dropping over 10 years. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and how many of them are Ukrainian? I couldn't really find a number. Wait, are you um, – But one point. any more questions about the men's leaderboard? No, no. Let's go to the women. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to say. Do you want to say anything about it, Angelo? I think we, we... – No, not enough. Good. Is there? Do we want to talk about anything about next week? The importance of next week, real quick, in in regards to the men. Did we did we uh, mention how Colt Mertens did? We did. We did twenty third. Thank you. <laughs> right on time. And Rich Froning. Yep. And Rich. And we okay. and the Matt Frasers were fake. Um, yep. All right. We're good on the men. Got everything. Okay. Yeah. And, and we're, we just don't have a lot of tension in this show because we're taking the top ten percent, right? I mean, it kind of fucks up our show. Yeah. No, no, no. There's, there's still uh, things that are worth talking about for sure. Okay. Um, it, it, it would be okay. Let's go to the leaderboard, the women's leaderboard, because I think there's something really interesting here. Who's at the top of it? And I wonder what. So, bo- so both Hopper and Mal O'Brien are now at HWPO. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I wonder what if there's competition between them. I mean, I think Mal's up there all the time. I don't think that Jason's up there all the time. So I'm not, I'm not sure where Jason did this workout. I think that, or I know, I, I feel confident that Mal and Jake Marconi both did this workout in Vermont. I don't know about Jason. Mm-hmm. Angela, what kind of pressure is there around training at the Mayhem Empire and that you represent it well? Like, I'm trying to figure out, get into Hopper's head here. HWPO is, is brand new. They're training. Mm-hmm. They, the, 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 the lineage is, is pure, right? It's just one dude and he's fucking was the best. And now is, 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 do you guys feel that pressure at, at the mayhem empire to, 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 to represent and in his, in his hopper tripping? Um, is it a curse and a blessing? I don't have, I mean, I don't have any outside pressure. I don't think I, yeah yeah no i don't i don't know maybe maybe hopper does i don't have any pressure i don't think that anybody else has any pressure any added pressure with rich being there i I don't 
I don't you think know. it's because there's you think it's because there's so many of you i mean it, there is kind of with only two athletes there i just feel like that there's this um uh, like that there's got to be like this hey this is the programming the champ did i have everything on my side and the expectation is just so damn high and then he had that win at the mac last year i just have to imagine that it's just brutal um yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how he thinks of it. I mean, I, th- right. I don't think that I don't think Matt or anybody else in their team would probably put that pressure on him. I guess it'd just be up to what he thinks of himself. I'm sure no one else says, "Hey, you know, if you don't win the open, you know, we're gonna cut you off." Oh, I don't know. I bet I could see Matt saying, "If you're not on page one, you're toast." <laughs> Take your last bag of podium and beat it. <laughs> well, <clears throat> good news for Jason and Mel, and they're still hanging around. Yeah. Uh, at the, at the top at the top of the women's leaderboard here after week one of twenty two point one, um, we have uh, Mallory O'Brien, uh, the the superstar, uh, exploded onto the scene. Gabriella Megawa, who's a huge uh, shows a huge fan of hers. Emma Carey shows a huge fan of hers. Alexis Raptors, we've heard a ton about her. And then we see someone I haven't heard of before in fifth place. Of these five women that are in the top five, the oldest one is twenty three years old. Wow. Leah Storm was a was a teenage athlete last year. I had not heard of her. She it was her first open last year. She was 17, I think. And now she's 18. And this is a very impressive score, obviously. She has a tied Tia Claire to me on this workout. How do they determine they have three people in fifth place? How do they determine who they put on top? Is it alphabetical or, or no? Uh, I think it's by most CrossFit. Oh no, it's not by most CrossFit Games championships. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Okay. Do you know Angela? I mean, I'm guessing maybe by the time they put it in, I don't know. Mm, no, I don't think so because Karen Freyova definitely entered before these oh. two, and it's not alphabetical and it's not by age, so it is completely random. Yeah, <laughs> looks completely random, yeah. And then let's go down to Iran, number nine. Who's this? Zahar Mozafari. Do you know who this is? Uh, first time doing the Open was last year, also, and I, I have no idea. Interesting. Um, is there any way we can know? Oh, did she? Wh- so she uploaded you- a video. Yeah, she did. Yeah, okay. And and Brian, when I click on her name and I click on profile in the upper right hand corner, it says CrossFit Open. One. one. She did one CrossFit Open, which was last year, and she placed 16th in Iran. So to go from 16th in Iran to ninth worldwide <laughs> on a single workout, that's. I, I believe it. I think it's just a wheelhouse workout for sure. You know, that's it. Yeah, that's that's best way to say it. I, I need to do something yourself, and I have to give credit to Joe Jenatin Palawa, who is an editor for the Morning Chalk Up. Uh-huh. And he I told he told me that he thought Mal O'Brien would win this workout worldwide, and I told him I thought Emma Carey would, and I want to give him the acknowledgement of being correct. Joe Jenatin, what 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 what's his what's the rest of his name? Palawa. Palawa. The hell of a name i wonder i wonder is he hawaiian what is he <laughs> no i don't know he's definitely not Hawaiian. hey that's like that's like one of that's like one of those names where like the man the man and the woman got married and the woman's like hey the kid's gonna have my name too hyphenated with your name like that's what he got he got like alpha he has an alpha mom <clears throat> ask him that ask him when you when you see him hey i'll just say it's it's the open is very difficult to predict who's going to win. It's very difficult to predict who's going to win any one workout. And as soon as it came out, he said that and he was right. And that's impressive. I'm impressed. Oh yeah. I was right. Look at it. That is, that's his mom's name and his dad's name. I'm guessing. I'm betting five to five dollar on it. Uh, yeah, it is crazy. 
It's also – do you feel like that there's more big names at the top in the women's um, open Always. than there are in the men? And why is that? Less depth in the field. Really? Yeah. I've talked about this before. How, why, how many women entered the open versus how many men? Do we have that stat? No, it's not just that. The thing is that um, CrossFit has – I think that CrossFit has created a greater – opportunity and and adaptation for women in fitness than it did for men because men have you know especially in north america have been working out uh in high intensity environments that would more closely prepare you for crossfit uh for longer than women have been decades all right right. so i think over time over time that the women's field will continue to to grow and evolve as it becomes more acceptable for women to have these kinds of physiques and skill sets and pursue these kinds of careers. And it's obviously already changed dramatically. I think it will continue to change and especially as it pushes more and more globally. Um, But uh, yeah, if you look, if you, if all the stuff that I do statistically will always support the fact that there's less variance at the top for the women at every stage of the competition. Uh, And uh, I officially make their physiques acceptable worldwide. Nope, you heard it from the CEO. Done. Thank you. Uh, any 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 surprises on here? Look at look at Annie, thirty sixth. My goodness. Well, by I, I think by far the biggest surprise on the first page of the leaderboard is Brooke Wells. Um, you know, and it's not that uh, that she's not capable of being on the first page of the leaderboard for the Open at all, but you know, she is coming back obviously from that injury. And even though I had projected her to do very well eventually in this season. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't have expected a top 25 finish on the first week of the open and she was able to do it, which is really cool. And additionally, so was her sister who fin- who's in 25th. And I also wow. love to see that she's tied uh, right there with Jamie Simmons. And uh, I'm hopeful that Jamie will be healthy and able to compete again this year because, you know, with the, with Annie out of the field and Kristen Holt out of the field, if you reinsert uh, Jamie Simmons and Bethany Shadburn, we're missing from the games, then we still have that, uh, you know, we're not losing that much at the top. We're just kind of replacing from the ones that were missing last year. Who's the top mayhem athlete here? Is it 15th, Haley Adams? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Hunter McIntyre is on the leaderboard. Is Hunter McIntyre on the leaderboard? I'm going to say no. I haven't checked. Haley Adams, 15th. Yeah, I think she is the highest. Is that true? There was a stat that um, Brian or someone rattled off the other day that one sixth. Who was on the show for that? Facundo. Oh, Facundo. A uh, one sixth of the athletes participating at the CrossFit Games are following the Mayhem Empire programming. Yeah. You know, have you heard that, Angelo? Yeah, I've heard that. Crazy. So. It, if there's fi- if there's 50 names on here, six goes into 58 times, nine times, eight times. Are there eight mayhem athletes on here? Obviously, it's, ob- on this on this first page, no. No, no, no. Are there any other mayhem athletes on this first page? Uh, let me check. What happened to the girl? What happened to the girl who was on the team who popped at Mayhem? There was that like uh, Ellie. Yeah, she, she 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 still trains uh, around us. And, and did she did she get a four year suspension? Yes. And, and and what is her plan? Is she going to come back? I know. Sorry, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, I don't. I, I don't. 
I don't think so. I haven't, I haven't talked to her specifically about her goals, um, but I don't think so. I think she's just she's kind of more just moved on to the side for fun and hanging out. Was that was that mellow there? or Was that fucked? Was every was, uh, it, was that totally fucked, or did everyone just give her a big hug and just move on? I wasn't training as much then, so I was kind of out of the picture a lot. So I Good wasn't answer. around very much for that. Uh, to answer your question, I think Bailey Rail is our second, and she's in sixty eighth, so she's not on the first page. What's her? How many reps did she? She had three forty nine. Yeah, so her she went right head to head with Rich and uh, yeah. Tyler, and they got three fifty four, three fifty, and three forty nine. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What's the what was the what was the um, most reps a man got? The most reps that a man got was I think three ninety, which tied Gabby Magawa, who we should also mention did phenomenally well in this workout. And Mal would, uh, if all these scores are upheld, would have the best score worldwide at three ninety two. <clears throat> oh, interesting that you bring that up. You mean these aren't official scores yet? No. So I'm not entirely sure about how the new system works uh, w- with when you do a workout in a garage that's not an affiliate with a, with a registered judge and how that's validated and what what they could potentially recommend or a request in terms of athlete videos or whatever else. But for now, when you enter a score, it immediately pops up. In the past, we could see this leaderboard right now and know that there could still be 48 hours before BKG score appears on a leaderboard because his affiliate manager is waiting to validate it. But how I understand it this year is that once you enter your score, it's on the leaderboard, but your affiliate manager still does have the 48 hours until Wednesday evening Pacific time to validate the score. And so, and, and of course, also there's a video review submission process that will occur specifically in the case of the worldwide winner for the men and the women will across it will request that video, review it, and then presumably announce these were the winners of 22.1. And at, at that point, we can say that that is officially the winner of the workout. Um, and we can identify who had the best score worldwide. And do you like this process? Usually we, we have some sort of criticism for them. What's our criticism? I like the fact that the that the scores all populate now because we can do stuff like this. We can have the conversation, seeing everyone's name on a leaderboard, still with the understanding that it has the potential to change. They could assess penalties. You know, I don't know what their process is going to be this year for how many videos they're going to request and review and how many spots will go down the leaderboard. Um, it's a very cumbersome task. I don't know how critical it is in in with this quarterfinals being in uh, you know presented now, but the fact that there is prize money with the top finishers in the open you know you do have to take that a little bit seriously does that does does mal get money if she wins this what does yeah. she get two thousand twenty two dollars for winning every individual event of the open i still think they're doing that and i actually i'm not sure is it still fifteen thousand for winning or did it go up this year i think it's fifteen thousand angelo do, um do as i recall when I worked at HQ, after every workout, emails would start pouring in and, and about people being like, hey, this person's like commenting on people's videos, right? Rumors would start. Yeah. People would start talking shit. Have you heard any like anything this year about workout number one? Any controversy uh, yet? I, I actually read in the comments. Someone said there was something sketchy about Annie Thor's daughter's video, her dumbbell snatches. I haven't even seen her video, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's a rumor or what, but that's the only one that I've seen. And um, how did Sarah do? I just saw it was like 118, maybe, or 121. I could be totally wrong. Oh, 118. Do you like that, Brian? 118? I'm I'm crazy impressed. Yeah, uh, she actually had the exact same score as Cara Saunders on this workout. Um, Laura Horvath was 200th worldwide on this. Like, And I'm not worried about any of this um, for any of those women. 
when when uh, so earlier when I'd asked the high the highest anyone had gotten who won the open, what's in, it, it, that makes sense to what you're saying about the depth also, <clears throat> because uh, for women it was 50 points was the highest, and for men it was 80. Is that right? Yeah, but again, it's going to be less likely that a huge number of women are going to, uh, you know, be these outliers in weightlifting relative to men. We know that men have been, you know, weightlifting uh, for for a long time, and so there's going to be guys that, as CrossFit becomes more and more popular, like these, like you know, like a Klokov who's competing this year, or Matt Rattay who's you know got some CrossFit, but he's an Olympic weightlifter, or uh, that Wall Street weightlifter guy that you had on who won yeah. the won the weightlifting last week. Uh, like, there's a bunch of guys like that. And there's just not as many women yet, um, but they're coming. They'll, they'll be there. Angelo's either drinking yellow Gatorade or the bottle that Rich pissed in at the uh, <laughs> games last year. Oh, this is this was sealed an hour ago. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. Um, have you talked to any of these ladies um, uh, or, or men, Brian? And, and, and has anyone told you specifically, "Hey, I want to win the Open this year"? Like you know, in the past, we've had Noah who wants to win the Open, or Dan who wants to win the Open. Has anyone told you that they want to win the Open? No, I, I haven't really asked that question. We did. Uh, Tommy and Patrick Clark and I tried to speculate on who we thought might win the Open, um, but it's a—I mean, it's a—it's a guessing game. Uh, if looking at the leaderboard here, like um, I would think that uh, you know, and, and in part just because of their age, like the top four women there, especially the top three: Mal O'Brien, Gabby McGowan, Emma Carey. I. Th- I think all of them are, you know, could potentially at this point be pursuing trying to win it. I kind of have this like weird, sneaky feeling that Kristen Holta might win it, even though she's retired. I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) That would be so awesome if she did that. Yeah, retired and wins the Open. I can just see the headline now. Has has a team competitor ever won the Open? Has Rich ever won the Open as a team competitor? Jamie Green. Right. That's right. 2016 with Yes. That's the only one I can think of. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and and why did she go team that year? She'd committed to the team prior to the yeah. start of the season. I wonder if she hates herself for that. Is any part they got of you, third at the games? Part, I don't think she hates it at all. Is any is any party um, chomping at the bit, or, or do you think anyone on your team is is torn, Angelo, like wanting to go individual? Uh, anybody on my team? Yeah, I don't think so. I think everyone kind of was, you know, in the same boat that at the beginning of the season we had decided and it was just the plan. No one was, you know, no one's, I don't think anyone feels stuck if that's what you're asking. Um, who, who's, who's the highest placing female on the teams, um, after, uh, um, event one at mayhem. Um, is it Nissler? That's a good question. Thank you. Probably. Yeah, I have to try to make up as much shit as I can to make it to the 90 minute. Mark. She's a, she's in 91st worldwide. That seems to be pretty good. Nisler? Uh, yeah, and then I think Sasha was 170, so yeah, that would be. And how about Taylor? <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't checked any of this. How did Guy end up doing? Do we know? Switching back to the men? Yeah, he yeah, did he, fine. He was a couple, would... I think a couple reps behind Tyler and Rich. Taylor was a 1097. She doesn't usually, if I remember correctly, she doesn't usually do that great in the open. She did have one year where she was 30th, 117th, but she said finished last year. She was 882nd. I don't think, she, you know, doesn't, the hi- doesn't matter at all, really. What's the highest you've ever finished, Angelo? I have no idea. 
Um, do you have aspirations to go individual this year? No, in general. I don't know. Probably not. You don't want to Maybe. think about it. You're just cruising. You're just you're feeling yeah. the water. You just put we your toe in the water. <laughs> we were talking about it this morning, and I said, um, you know, everyone was talking about what we what we would do what we would do if uh, Rich wasn't around. You know, like we would probably all be lazy. We all probably all wouldn't train as much as we do. Uh, not that he tells us what to do, but like, you know, it's just, uh, the, I mean, I guess there is like, we were talking about, there is maybe a little bit of pressure to put out because he's there and he wants to train. But like, for me, if I quit competing in CrossFit, I think my life would look exactly the same. So it really, I, I don't know. I just don't have that much. <laughs> there's not much pressure on myself to compete individual team, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm just in it for the good time. That's yeah. And, and you just put it on your schedule and go down there and get at it. Yeah, that's about it. That's it's, it's funny. Facundo was making it sound like it was more laid back than I could imagine. Uh, Danny, thank you for the dollar 99 cents. Um, you should probably change your uh, avatar picture. Thank you. Is that naked baby? Yeah, I was a naked child. Um, <laughs> number, uh, Kenneth D lap Colton Mertens is number one. I thought it was 23. Oh, Angelo yeah. is number one. Colton oh, is sweet. number two. Do you know that dude, Corey Leonard? No, uh, no, I don't think so. He uh, he just likes your – um. oh, no, your mustache is gone. Shit. Yeah, right now it is. Are you going it back? Uh, after, after quarterfinals, I have it all planned out. <laughs> serious? Yeah, seriously. That's good. Uh, any predictions for, um, week two from you guys? Oh yeah, of course. But I'm going to hold that tight until Thursday. What, why, why? Oh, it's more fun to reveal it right before. Because you think you're going to change your mind? No, I've done a bunch of, uh, studying of this and I have, I was, I was, it's, you know, it's it's curious, and you obviously brought up the clip earlier about whether this is Dave's program or not, but there are very obvious and defined trends in the open. They don't happen every year, but you can narrow narrow in, and especially with such a limited equipment list this year and the fact that, like, we know they're going to test gymnastics in some capacity, and it's going to be like almost definitely toes to bar, chest to bars, or bar muscle-ups in some combination over the next two weeks, and we know that there's going to be a barbell cycling of some kind, and it will get heavy either with probably an ascending ladder or uh, a one-rep max or a complex of some kind, um, I, you know, and, and we can see what happened in week one. So you can narrow it in pretty well, and it's – when you start looking at movements that have showed up multiple times in week one, week two, week three, et cetera, um, you know, you can make a pretty educated guess. Angelo. I, well, before he started talking, I had one, but now I feel like it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is great. This is great. What is your, I'll, I'll will offer some information. If you, if you throw your guests out there, I thought it, I thought there was a chance it was going to be the squat snatch chest bar ladder, but since they already snatched with the dumbbell, I don't think they'll do that. If you're looking, if you're looking for a repeat workout this week, <clears throat> I think that the two most likely candidates would be the overhead squat chest to bar ladder from 2014 and 15, with the increasing reps as you go. However, if they ever do decide to bring that workout back, I hope that they put a, a limit on the number of rounds, and that after X number <laughs> of rounds, it just becomes for time. Because yeah. there were athletes like Josh Bridges and Camille LeBlanc Bazinet back then that could push into the oh, yeah. 24 and tw rounds of 26. And I think that now there's dozens of athletes, if not more, that can push that far. And at some yeah. point, the volume just becomes excessive. 
The other one that yeah. that make that actually makes the most sense for a repeat based on the movements that we've regularly seen is um, is the toe to bar double under uh, sending weight clean and jerk ladder. Those are toes to bar and double unders are are the ones that show up the most often in week two. Yeah, that's true. Toes to bar. This is what is that? 2019, 2020? That that one I just said. Yeah, it was a it was repeated. So it it showed up. Yeah, but then when they had the repeat, they just adjust like the they made a small adjustment to the first time cap instead of having two four minute wins, it was eight minutes and then four minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Increasing, but oh yeah, that it's just squat cleans, right? Just squat cleans. Oh yeah, I may have misspoke there. Yeah, that was originally done by I think. Dan Bailey and Bjorgman Carl Goodman. Yeah, at yeah. Where they, they, miss, they miss miscounted his reps, and he had to. Yeah, yeah. I remember that? But didn't that guy get fired? I think he got fired. He can't be a judge anymore. <laughs> I don't know. That's brutal, though. Anyway, um, so that's that's kind of what. Yeah. What did we I decide got, the workout is? No, you missed it. You left, so you're gonna have to yeah, listen I don't back. Think, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I actually think Brian actually said his prediction that he said he wasn't gonna say. He did. Yeah, if there Brian, were, if there were going to be repeats, those are the two. No, I would no, he, he didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't do it. Brian, let me ask you this: If you knew is is, is your is your week two prediction different than your week three prediction, or are they interchange? Uh, let me rephrase that. Sorry, are they interchangeable, or they or do you even have them predicted in the order? In order, I mean, and and again, it's just going with historical trends. Like it's very unlikely based on history to see thrusters this week, but it's extremely likely that we'll see thrusters in the last week. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I, I said that I think this week could be a redo. If it's not, I would see them redoing 15, five. I don't know why the row and thrusters. Well, there's no, there's no, no rower on the equipment list for, for uh, open. If they were going to, so no, if they're going to do a thruster repeat workout, then I think that they'll repeat the, the double under thruster workout and that they'll have uh, more yeah. high skill gymnastics this week and it will not be a repeat and it'll be something where it's yeah. either like chest to bars and then bar muscle ups or toes to bar and then bar muscle ups. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think that's a better guess. You're a more calculated guess for sure than mine. All right, seven, you got it out of me. We were supposed to be talking about 22.1. <laughs> I, 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 th- I made this one. I am love and acceptance. I was going to use this for a show. I didn't, but I, it deserves to be on there. Oh, that's nice. And huh. Is that is that how you're closing the show? Yeah, I think so. Is there anything else you guys want to say? No, I'm good. No, I mean, I think I think that uh, the, uh, I'm not. I think that the open participation numbers ended up surpassing the last year's by a small amount. I'm pretty confident that a morning chalk will have an article detailing that more tomorrow. Two hundred eighty thousand ish. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Ish. So that's. That's nice, I guess, and uh, very I think, nice. And I, I can speak from just like the affiliate level at the box I coach at, and seeing the leaderboard here. That it seems like participation was very good. It seems like to me that excitement surrounding the open in the season is is moving back in the right in in a good direction. We had a really uh, really good Friday at our gym, and I've heard that from several other gyms. So in terms of the affiliates and just the, the you know the, the the real global global community, not the all stars of the sport. Um, I think that this was a really positive week one. Uh, what would you want to do, uh, talk about Krennikov at all, Roman? He's probably not going to the games, right? Angela, boom. I mean, <laughs> we all talk about today. That's, uh, he, I mean, he has the most unfortunate athletic career in CrossFit. 
What what about um what do you mean me wake up? But Angelo's the one Angelo's the one uh, looking at his phone and shit. I mean me wake up. Um uh Caleb, what about uh are, can you type in any are there any flights being are flights allowed from Russia to the United States? Is there any no travel way. restrictions? No way, right? What are the travel restrictions for Russia? I keep seeing big protests there on Instagram. I think I, I think I mean, if you travel over, you have to bring up you have to bring at least a pint of oil. <laughs> if you're uh, okay i think that's i think that's the the it's like, no i think it's i think it's 3.2 liters that can fit in your plastic bag okay so there's flights still leaving russia coming to uh to to, to norfolk that's virginia wow crazy all right but there might not be any russians on those flights oh well that's interesting too right just evacuation flights I, I think the Americans shot. got the order to, to beat it, to leave Russia, which is a little unsettling. Yeah. Is that true too, Caleb? Can you, can, so I'm not making that shit up? Are Americans, up? Do Americans have to leave Russia? Were they told, did, did the boss? Mm, I don't think they were told to leave, but I think they started like halting like ambas- like any work in like an, uh, what do they call those? Where their ambassador lives. Typing in American citizens leave Russia. U.S. warned citizens not to travel to Russia because Putin, Putin's uh, security officials could target them. Uh, uh, so citizens, any, any other questions about 22 <laughs> U.S. citizens urged to leave. Uh, no, I, I think we're good. No, it's, 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 it sounds all good. It's exciting. It sounds all good. I'm happy to see those people on top of the leaderboard. Um, yeah, and, uh, and you know, it's uh, it's it's one thing to do it for one week, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, an established name in the sport or one of these people that we may be just seeing for the first time. But it's always fun to see which ones can can, you know, follow it up with a good performance on the second week. So let's come back next week. Okay, I love it. I just landed in Ukraine. I flew to the airport of D's. Where's D's? D's nuts. <laughs>